Welcome to the Bobcast. I'm your host, Bob, or Aubrey Matson, and today I am interviewing my boyfriend, Tyler McBroom. Thank you for allowing me to do this. Howdy. It's great to be here. <laughs> I'm glad that you think so. Um, yeah, just to start off, so what's your demon? My demon. Yeah, your demon. Like your inner demon, your your innermost demon. You can interpret that however you would like. Um I don't really I don't really think I have demons. I'd say maybe I have a vice, maybe I have like bad habits. But like I would guess like my bad habits are as close to a demon is what I have. What's your worst habit? Probably procrastination. I just I tend to always wait until just after I should have started. And it just always distresses me out and I just get overwhelmed. Just after you should have started. It's an interesting way of saying that. Um Why do you think you were put on this earth? I don't know. You think you were just dropped here? I mean, if you want to go the religious route, oh, it's to bring glory to Christ. But like, out slay. Yeah, what can I say? Outside of religious aspects, I, uh, I, I think I was just here. I want to say just like continue the human, like continue the human race. <laughs> Like I'm just thinking, <laughs> to propagate i'm just thinking like as as an animal what's the what's an animal's main goal make more of itself create offspring exactly i i hope one day you have offspring so you feel like you fulfilled your purpose what do you think your gift is if you think that you have one um gift of mine uh i would say a gift of mine i don't know how unique this is but maybe it was bred through my really bad procrastination but when i have to get something done it gets done like i'll always i'll always figure out a way to finally actually get it in so i'm i'm really good at when i need to just like bearing down and just focusing on one thing at a time he can grind he can grind when he needs to do you have any other additional gifts that you would like to discuss i wouldn't i wouldn't really call myself a gifted person do you think that everyone has unique gifts no Interesting. This actually just might turn into a completely different conversation. I think that everyone has at least one unique gift. I mean, they're not the only person to have that gift, but I think that um, everyone does have like a natural gift. I, I disagree. I can't... I see so many people that... You look at their Instagram posts 
and it's just it looks like it was made by an ai robot of just like standard millennial couple and it's just the same shit it's a baby photo followed by a dog followed by a beard a campfire followed by you kissing your wife followed by another beer followed by another dog oh it's hunting season oh i shot this thing wow but but there's just there's nothing i don't see anything special in that it's a gift it is special people i think being gifted at something people throw that around a little too loosely i think when someone is gifted in something you know and obviously it will take work to evolve that gift into something that's great say like a pro sports player but uh yeah i just i think i don't think everyone's born equal i think some people just have like there's gifted i guess that's where the word comes from like lebron james is not the best basketball player ever just off his hard work and determination he was gifted with the perfect brain, the perfect body, the perfect, like, everything for basketball. So it's, it's not, it's like, it's like 70% hard work and then 30% gift, talent. I guess when I hear the word gift, I hear it a little bit differently. Like, I, I can do stem related things if i need to i'm really bad at them naturally though i can grind i can grind like i can i can make it pop i can make it happen but doing math is something that does not come is not naturally understood to me however i think the arts are much more they come much more naturally to me and i don't necessarily think that that's an accident I definitely wouldn't consider it an accident either. I mean, you only find out you're gifted in something once you start, like, putting some dedication toward it. So you already like it, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm good at this. But, yeah, when people are like, oh, he's gifted, he's straight A's in high school. Like, yeah, all of Harvard got straight A's in high school. I would... I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm using gifted as very as too narrow. Niche. Say, yeah, I would say people can have a niche for something, but very like not a lot of people are gifted in that. And if you have yeah. a niche to the like to the, if you have a niche in that thing, and you're talking to someone who doesn't have a niche in that thing, yeah, they're gonna think you're gifted because you are. You're like you're good at it. You have a knack for it, but like, you're not you don't have half a dozen artwork pieces in a gallery or something like that. That's when I start you to the gifted level. Oh, you didn't like D1 in college. Stuff like that. Fascinating. Because this is a debate that I had with Nathan, our other friend, um, pretty frequently, is he comes from the perspective that you... Everyone is on the same playing field for everything. So anyone, if they practice hard enough, could get really good at colored pencil. That's what we would always talk about, is if anyone practiced hard enough, they could get to the same level that Nathan was at for colored pencil, which to me was just insane because Nathan just has it when it comes to art. He could just do it. 
which is insane. And he's always been able to do that. And when I see, I think that people can improve. I think that people can improve what they have. But I don't think that necessarily everyone can practice and get to that point. I don't think that that, that's possible. I love you very much. But I don't think that even if you practice very hard at colored pencil, I don't think that you could do it. <laughs> no. And that's and that's something that I fall into a niche. That yeah, that's like a, a niche, I guess, a skill you cultivated. Like I would say I would say you have it. Like you either have it or you don't. You either have it or you don't. And I think you were given it, but I also come from the same perspective that, you know, I believe in God. I think that he makes people unique, and I think that's part of that. Yeah. Really, when I was thinking about gifted and talent, I was real. I was just thinking back on it. And I was thinking more just like gifted, and all my examples were people that were f- physically gifted. Not with like a skill, but with just like the perfect genetics oh so I, that's like that's like a whole nother layer for it i guess what i would say is being gifted would be like having a talent for it like you or nathan and then also like you want it's like you won two lotteries like you won you're good at it and you have like the perfect body for it and then to make the perfect triangle you got to work hard and that's that's what i would consider someone that's gifted yeah, no, you can't have, I mean, you can have all the talent in the world, but if, you, if you're not ambitious with it, I mean. Yeah, and you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not, <laughs> if you're 5'5", five, five, you're, you're not making it to the NBA, unless you're Muggsy Bogues, but that's one guy. I suppose that you're taking it in a more athletic route. Gotcha. Interesting. But that's just, that's the, that's just the world that I'm in. I'm not like really in the artistic world that much, but I love watching sports. So I guess that's just the part of the world that I see. But like when you like say like chess players, violinists, they were like at that top level. They're obviously gifted in that. And that's stuff that doesn't really take a lot of physical prowess. So I guess people, yeah, you don't need... I was just using sports examples and just the body is another layer to it. You can't be very talented without having like the perfect body for it. Cause you know, chess players come in all shapes and sizes. This is correct. Fascinating. Yeah. I guess, I guess when you're thinking it, thinking about it just from an athletic perspective, that makes a lot more sense because I don't think no matter how hard I tried, the WNBA wouldn't want me, which is fine. I don't want them either. <laughs> um, you got any regrets? Uh, one of my biggest regrets is fucking up my application to A&M. I see. Can you elaborate what you did for the millions of listeners? So, um... It was getting close to the deadline, and I finally wrote my essay. God, I put that off for months. But I finally wrote it, 
And then I gave it to our college advisor. Be like, hey, edit it. She was like, okay, looks great. I don't know what possessed me to think this, but I thought that she was just going to submit it for me. So I was just giving it to her. She was going to edit and submit it. Damn, so, on, a, on a silver platter. So, yeah. So I just think, oh, we're good. A week later, I haven't gotten any emails from Annie. Be like, oh, we received your application. Because normally you get it like pretty quick. So then I looked. And, and God, just that ruined that winter break. I was so stressed and just like down in the dumps. Because I just saw it. And I was like, oh, this is like 100% on me. And then that, like, because I didn't, like, obviously didn't accept me. I had to go to Blinn. COVID happened. Then I had to take a semester off to get into A&M. It's just, it's put me like a year back in my life. Which is fine because I enjoy my life right now a lot. But it's just like something like, damn, I could I could be where Daniel's at right now. I could be done with college. At the same time, maybe just enjoy the ride. Yeah, I'd get you for a little bit longer. What is your worst fear? Needles. That's it. Like the worst, the worst fear that you could think of is needles. It can be. If that's your answer. Is are you looking more for like a? Uh, being alone <laughs> just like that's i don't really i don't really think about things like that if i'm feeling lonely i'll do something about it but uh well then that's not your biggest fear yeah because i don't worry about it but like fuck i worry about needles <laughs> You active. I actively worry about needles. Like I act like I go to the doctor one time. I was just like something was hurting my head. I was like ah, before I went, I was like fuck. So you want to like shoot me up with something? And I was like fuck. I've heard. I was like fuck. I've heard. I've heard the shots in your hands hurt so bad. Oh, that one hurt so bad. And they just in your hand is insane. Just the thought of just the needle. I just hate it. I would rather someone cut me like very shallowly along the entirety of my arm than like poke a needle halfway through it that's so much better to me than like this it's the depth and you're like what are you doing in there you like wiggle it around and then like what you're gonna like poke shit in there you're gonna fuck something up what are you doing in there I don't I just what do they like I just maybe it's like I don't trust doctors to like know what they're doing but every time I get like a flu shot I poke it I'm like oh fuck they're gonna hit my bone and I'm just stressed and then also I just hate the feeling and the feeling of the juice the vaccine going into your arm I'm like get it out it doesn't feel natural it makes me it makes me feel like a lab rat I hate it damn yeah, needles. Open ocean is second. Open ocean is second. Is it just because it's, it's big? It's just, oh, fuck. You're just... It's vast. It's deep. Like, being in the ocean, I'm just floating in the ocean. I can't see land anywhere. I'll, I'd rather just fucking kill myself. I can't, I can't see where to go, and I am the worst thing in my entire line of sight. 
at swimming. Everything else is better at swimming than me. I'm just stuck at the top being a little bitch. Anything is just under there. It's so... I've, that's what... That's what... Girls always complain about walking around at night. That must be, like, what it feels like. Just, like, big monster looming behind you. But, like, fuck, open ocean. They'll just get eaten. Good analogy. Swimming in the deep ocean to walking in... Walking on campus at night. (laughs) Campus is is safe at night. Yeah, maybe I should have said, like... South Brian. Downtown Chicago. All right. Um, do you believe in God? Yes. Why? Uh, well, I like, grew up in the church. And, like you're kind of indoctrinated in it, and then you have to go through a phase where you're like, fuck, what is this? Do I actually believe this shit, or am I just, like, chilling? And then just the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah. It's the only one that just, like, logically makes sense to me. What makes sense about it to you? It's just, like... I don't know. Just like, oh, it's fucking chance. Like, yeah, fat... Yeah, fat chance. I just, I don't... I don't believe that humanity can come from lightning hitting a puddle, which is like what they like. That's like, Oh, where'd all of life come from? Like lightning hitting a puddle. You're like, what? Shut the fuck up. Valid. So then like, I believe in evolution, but like, I don't, I don't believe I, there must be an intelligent, an intelligent creator. I've just always had the perspective that people are too unique. I meet too many characters that are so weird and so funky and just different from each other that I just find it so difficult to believe that we sprouted from somewhere. I don't know. I feel I feel very designed, <laughs> for lack of a better word. People can disagree with me on this but i don't know seems kind of silly to me what is the best thing the best thing fuck don't swat the microphone we're gonna get handling noise sorry 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 (sighs) the best thing just like thing I would say best thing might be is it like a feeling is it like a like an object however you interpret the question I would say oh, maybe say this putting a lot of work into something and then seeing the result really pay off and then just that sense of gratification i really enjoy 
That sounds like the best thing. It's just, it yeah. It's just a, it's just a good feeling. I, it's like same. I I guess maybe that's why I like bouldering, is because I will work on something, and the the best boulders are always the ones that take you like two weeks to do, and then you finally get it, and you're like, fuck yeah, because like you feel like you like you somehow got a little better just by being able to do that, but and then like you also worked on it it was kind of just like sitting there waiting for you and you felt so close and then you could finally get it you're like yes maybe it's just that maybe i'm just talking about a dopamine rush who knows that is also the best thing yeah by definition the best thing what's the worst thing and you can't say needles again oh i meant to okay Pause that question. How did you get a tattoo if you're that down bad about needles? Like the... It actually, like, that didn't bother me at all. Like, I had no problem with that. In that same example, I would rather be, by the same metric that I'd rather be cut like a very lightly along my entire arm rather than like one big poke that's kind of the same concept it's like a thousand tiny pokes very shallow pokes versus one big poke i see fascinating it honestly i would go as far as to say that a tattoo gun almost looks like a pen to me i think i can brainwash myself into being like it's just a pen they're They're just drawn they are just drawn, and I'm just not looking at it. <laughs> the canvas. Exactly. What is, oh yeah, what's the worst thing? The worst thing? Oh, Impending doom? That is so broad. Just the feeling of fuck you know what's coming and you can't do anything about it and it's gonna suck or like something's gonna come just it's gonna happen and you know it's gonna be bad but you don't know what it is and you're just like sulking just waiting to find out what that bad thing is like like you get like in like really big trouble as a kid and like you know you're gonna get in trouble but you're like you're waiting, you like plead with them, oh, please just ground me for a weekend. Yeah. And then they like go to their room. Your parents go to their room to like discuss your punishment. That is the worst like 20 minutes of your life. Yeah, and they're deciding whether it's going to be the spatula or the. Oh my God. No, it was. My parents were good about that. And this is why I not this is why I'm not against spanking because of the way they did it. They made sure like getting spanked was eh, it was multiple locations, but it was always with the same instrument. It was with a uh, instrument. It was with a grand piano. No, it was with a uh, it was with a wooden dowel, a very thin wooden dowel. So you'd be like, witcha. So it'd sting like hell, but, you know, it didn't actually, like, do any damage to you. That's good to hear. So, like, it was very, it was very, like, a thing. Like, it couldn't just happen at any time. 
So, like, I was never afraid of, like, my parents, like, hitting me. But, like, when it was time to get spanked, I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Hot take. I'm also not opposed to spanking your kids. However, I will say, my parents, um, they always... like made me explain to them what i did wrong and why i was being spanked before they spanked me never have i said spanked so many times in a short little blurb but they'd sit me down they there was this white spatula it's like really it's really big and yeah no it was the same with me it was always in the same location and then my dad would be like Tell me what you did and why was it wrong? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I, I don't know. I couldn't focus on anything. But hot take, I guess. <laughs> Spanking your kids? See, I, th- I think it's a. I think when done properly, it's an effective discipline tool. Effective discipline tool? That's such a clinical way of saying that. <laughs> Like, it just, it makes sense. It really gets the point across. But it doesn't, like, it doesn't do, like, any harm, really. I think what you have to stress when spanking your child, I'm saying this when I don't have a child, but I think that you, what really changes it is when you're, when the parent is angry. Like, when the parent is, like, very obviously angry, I think that that's, that's a bad connection for the kid. It's like, oh my God, they're angry and they're mad and they're going to hit me. Like, no. Yeah, they were never, they were never angry when I got spanked. And yeah, they'd be like, what you did was wrong. Spank, spank, spank. I love you. And then you would go sulk and go play Mario Kart on the Wii and just like not like your parents for the next couple hours. And then you were fine by dinner. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, that white spatula. I think we still have it. I think about it sometimes. Um, what is your favorite thing about people? About people? Um, just people in general. Do, 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 do. I'm sorry about people it would it would have to be that they just vary so much i think that is my answer as well like god there's like you gotta try it out yeah there's gonna be a lot of girls that look very similar but then like outside of those little microcosms if you just go out in the street everyone's like vaguely the same but then also that's because everyone's pretty just kosher. If they just said fuck it and did whatever they wanted, then, like, it's, yeah, they would just look crazy. Like, I go into where Aubrey works, Uptown Cheapskate, there's some characters there. There's some characters. Like, you'll just, you'll just see nine different hair colors and 40 different, uh, like, eyeshadow makeups. It's wild. Eyeshadow makeups, quote Tyler McBroom. Now we got we got the whole supporting cast of an anime in Uptown That's Cheapskate. 
Like, it's just, it's everyone, it's, y'all could, y'all look like some fucking teen anime show. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Keeps things interesting. So that's your favorite thing about people is that they, they vary. Yeah, also, one thing that I always think that's cool, and I try and do this, is just, like, when you just, like, randomly remember things about that person. Like, everyone's got, like, hella lives going on, but then you're, like, see you at a party, yeah, yeah, you're talking about this one thing for a while, and, like, next time you see them, they, like, bring it up, you're like, oh, shit, you actually, like, remembered and, like, thought about our interaction. That's that's cool to see. I I had my birthday party last evening and there were a lot of people there that I hadn't seen in a while. Yet they made it a point to come and I think about that pretty frequently. But people people are kind. What is an experience that has changed you, good or bad? (laughs) We're going back to the fucked up application. (laughs) Choose another one. Something that changed me. I mean, going to Thailand made me realize that as much as I think the people in Uptown Uptown Cheapskate can vary... Like, you go across the world, and that's that's when you really realize that, God, there's so many different people. Because it's just, it's, everything is different. Like, when you go, yeah, if you go to Texas, to East Asia, I don't think you're going to experience a bigger culture shock. Like, we were, we were with missionary friends, and we went up to just, like, a village. I'd never been in a village before. It was just, like, wooden houses, no electricity. What, you wouldn't consider College Station to be a very prominent village? No. This place didn't Shocking. Have, this place didn't have electricity. But, like, we, like, ate on the ground. Some grandma made us the most delicious food in the world. Oh, my God. It was so The way they eat there, they get the rice, the sticky rice, and you don't use utensils. You just, like, whatever you want, you just, like, pick it up with rice. So you would just, like, get rice, pick up meat, and then, like, put, like the nine different toppings on it and you're like this is this is the best thing i've ever eaten it was so good but just like the way people live like there's there really is like eight billion individual lives out there that are just happening just happening they're just living they're literally just living their lives culture shock is very real i feel like people like oh culture shock nah culture shock is very real and it's not um it's not i i would not say it it's not a negative thing it's just a testament to like what you were saying like we'd be different we all be real different like when i went to i studied abroad in japan in high school and the first couple days that I was there, I was ecstatic to be there. But just because of how different it was over there, like, I had a hard time eating for, like, the first couple of days. Despite the fact that I was in heaven. You know? I mean, for context, I grew up as an as an anime kid. 
and that was my dream was to be an anime schoolgirl and go to high school in Japan. So I don't know. People be different. Anyway, um, do you have any final remarks? I thought the questions were good. Thank you. I conjured them pretty quickly. Well, they, they turned out good. They, were, they, yeah, they were sporadic for sure. That's that's kind of what I wanted. I wanted them to be all over the place, so that you ne- you never know what you're gonna get next. Um, feelings, thoughts, um, things you would like to tell the audience. Follow my Instagram. <laughs> On that note, I'm gonna stop the recording. Um, this has been Tyler McBroom for the Bobcast.